Hi, you're listening to Love Work Skills for Relational Life. I'm Jerry Sander. Here's my co-host, Christy Gaysford. Hey, Jerry. Hey. How are you? It's nice. We took about a month off. Yeah. Which we never have done. And um, I learned something when I looked back at our record of producing podcasts so far. What'd you learn? And, yeah, get ready for this. We've done 47 of them. Really? Yep. Wow, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, so we're counting this as um, the beginning of season three of our thing. And um, sound effect there. Yeah, season three. Thank you, thank you. Thank you all. You can all sit down now. Thank you. Okay, I just found since the sound effect. Since we'll never have real applause like that in our life. <laughs> I know. That's why you can never get too much of that, you know? Let's just get another few seconds of that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you all. And, uh, yeah, I looked at the list of uh, where people were listening in from. Uh-huh. And, oh, my gosh, once again, we've got a listener in Kenya, France, Philippines, Switzerland, Pakistan, Spain, South Africa, Portugal, New Zealand, Germany, Ireland. So shout out to all of you. I love how, how the world is so connected to Isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we, we welcome you, and thank you for welcoming us by listening. We're also getting people starting to write in with ideas or arguments or stuff, which is perfect. Yeah. We want to hear from you. You can always contact us by writing to us via our website, loveworkrelationships.com. There's a contact us thing there. And just let us know what you think. Agree, disagree, or have an idea about what we should be covering. Yeah, we love your feedback. We love your ideas. And we're getting ready to do a round of boot camps again. Um, We're going to be in New York City at the end of September, Mm -hmm. like the very last weekend. Yeah, 30th 30th? and October 1st. And then on the other coast, the last weekend in October in Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. And then on the Salt Lake City coast uh, in November. November, yeah, 11th and 12th. So, perfect opportunity to get on the same page with your partner and just change things up, just like the weather's changing. Anyway, we hope we can see you. Yes. So, the topic for today, it was my idea, and I'll tell you what kind of compelled it, was birthdays and anniversaries. And I was always shocked when clients couples would come in and talk about someone completely ignoring or last minute running out to get a cheap card for the other person or just forgetting the birthday or anniversary entirely. And it always made me sad, a little angry. And it took me a while to get just more questioning about it. Like, what is going on with that? What are my assumptions about it? And what what really happens when someone in a couple has a birthday or the couple has an anniversary? Do you have any introductory thoughts about that? Yeah, um, I think it. the more I've done therapy with people, the more I think it has everything to do with family of origin 
and how how birthdays were for you growing up and and i think almost no one (laughs) sits down beforehand and has these talks about expectations we just kind of assume if birthdays were a big deal for us that they were a big deal for everyone and so our birthday comes and we're excited about it and maybe we married someone who birthdays were not a big deal at all in their family and so they don't do much and then we're deeply disappointed and we feel so unloved and they're like, yeah, I didn't know it was such a big deal, you know? And so, so much of it has to do with, with expectations. I think so. I mean, I, I always, I loved my birthday. I always thought it was, the whole world came to a stop and it was all about me and it was the most special day ever. And then I sort of expected everybody to feel that way about their own birthday. Then I ran into people who grew up with large families maybe were seven or eight of them or something like that. And birthdays mm-hmm. were either clumped together, like you four will celebrate then, or some kid who was unfortunate enough to be born on Christmas Day or something, oh, some yeah, other like, yeah. you know, <clears throat> where it was not as big a deal. So I think the universal assumption that it's uh, the most special thing of all time, it, it's not necessarily true. As you're saying, it depends on your family of origins attitude. Um, not all people come from families that celebrate each other either. Right. You know, I've worked with some families that were really subsistence oriented or a farmer family from generations back where you just do chores and go to sleep and, you know, what else do you want? You know, so it's, it is special if your birthday is remembered, but it's not like a big deal like it is in some households. Yeah. And some people have um, big expectations and sometimes their partner, they don't know how to meet them. And so instead of getting it wrong, they do nothing. And then they'll say, oh, yeah, well, say more about that. Say, well, I didn't know it. what you wanted and, and I didn't want to get it wrong. So I just did nothing. You know, I just, I didn't know what to do. And people kind of freeze. And, or, or they'll say, what do you want me to do? And they'll say, I don't know. You don't like, you don't have to do anything. And that really means I hope you do something, (laughs) but I don't want to have to tell you what to do. And then the person doesn't do much. And then their, their partner's hurt. And then they, they're like, well, I asked you and you said, you don't want to do anything. That's right. And and the person even say like, I don't want anything for my birthday. Yeah, and they're like, well, I said you didn't have to do something big. It doesn't mean I didn't want any recognition. Like, you go through tons of effort on on our kids and on your friends or your parents. Like, I thought you would at least get me a present or make me a cake. And like, well, then you should have said that. You know, there's just. I also think there's um. There's the potential for more fighting on birthdays than any other day oh explain that one i think it's because we're a little bit more sensitive on our birthday it's like at least on my birthday could you at least be nice to me at least on my birthday can you let that go at least on my birthday and what do they mean by nice you know i bought you a (laughs) card you know right okay is that nice you know is that what yeah. they meant by nice? <laughs> well, our expectations are a little higher because it's our birthday. Yeah. And so I maybe think, maybe yeah. things we let go on other days, it's like, it's my birthday. And then we get more hurt 
And I just think yeah. there's there's more conflict. What do you, what to, do you yeah, think? Yeah, to me, it goes to a core issue that we that keeps resurfacing all through our couples stuff, which is, am do I feel seen and valued in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Or am I totally taken for granted? And my yeah. value is only what I can do for the other person. Am I seen and valued just for being myself? Because yes. it, it, birthday really is this special celebration of you being you. Like mm-hmm. you made the world better by just you being here and there's no one else like you. Yeah. Did your did your parents do a good job? It sounds <coughs> like they did. I think my mother did. I, I don't really recall my father going out of his way to make it really special for me, but my mother did. How, how about for you? Yeah, it was, I, th- I felt like it was special, definitely. We had certain traditions that my, my mom always did, and I, I always felt, felt loved. I did. So when you're dealing with not, not being a child and you're suddenly dealing with an adult who has, let's say, married you, or is living with you or in relationship with you. Not to use an overused word triggering, but it really can be triggering because you're not getting that type of adoration of just being the child who entered into the parent's life. You're an adult, you're another adult, right? Mm -hmm. And if the person is not acknowledging it or making it special, if your partner isn't, it's only two possible reasons they don't know what would make you happy or make you feel seen and valued, or they do know, and they're not going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. it hasn't occurred to them that it would be a big deal. So I guess that's kind of a different <coughs> twist on the same thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like like, it, mm-hmm. I didn't know birthdays were a big deal. We didn't mm-hmm. do anything in my family. How was I supposed to know that you wanted a surprise party? I would die if you gave me a surprise party. You know, it's like not realizing how different we are. Yes. And this goes into the issue that we tackle in the boot camps too, which is are we speaking in our partner's love language or not? Right. You know, if someone says, I love you, so I fertilize the lawn out front, you know? Okay. I mean, that might not be their love language. Like, I love you, so I bought opera tickets. Oh. I know. No. I know. I, I've had clients where um, the man loved to give gifts, and he would give really nice gifts. And the woman didn't like the gift. She was like, I don't wear jewelry that's this expensive. Like, I don't – I feel uncomfortable. I, I really just wanted a blender. And he's like, a blender is <laughs> not a gift, you know? And, oh, and I know people would be so offended if they got a blender. Right. And it was hard because he wanted to be able to give these great gifts to his wife, and it hurt his feelings that she didn't love them. But it also hurt her feelings that he didn't. she felt like he didn't really see her and what she really did want. He, she's like, you give me what you want, not what I want. And so I think this comes up a lot with couples, <laughs> this kind of mismatch. Yeah, and non-communication or fake knowledge of each other like it's almost shocking you can be married with someone living with them for many years and not really know yeah what's going to make them really happy 
this year at this point in their life. And it might be different from what it was when you first met them because we all grow and change. And it, mm-hmm. what, what can you do about that? And I think um, what you said, it's like, did the person take the time to, to try to make us happy or did they just try to check a box, you know? Mm-hmm. So taking the time with regard to your partner involves admitting that you really don't know what's going to do it for them this year. And you'd love to hear, you know, I mean, a birthday's not a surprise, you know, what date is coming every year. And you can really ask your partner, what would make it really fun or special? Like if you think that going out into the city and seeing a show and a big dinner is going to make it really special for them and all they want is to stay home and watch the birds and sit out back. That would be so wonderful to plan it around what would make them really happy, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I think a lot of times we don't believe them or we're like, they can't really want that because I would hate that. So mm-hmm. maybe they don't really mean that. And we try to push our agenda because we, we maybe yeah. think we know better. And I, I used to always give out gifts to my family members that I wanted. I would, mm-hmm. I would give them it. And I'd watch it just go over flat, you know, like, oh, yeah. And I thought, darn, I I just spent money on something that I would have wanted for myself. And I gave it right. to them. Right, and they and didn't it wasn't really even, want it. No, because I didn't really take the time to understand them. Mm-hmm. So, and this goes all through the relationship because these same things apply to things like sex or, or money, which is really not knowing and having to talk about with a partner, what works for them and what would make them happy. And if you can't do it about a birthday and how we're going to spend a birthday, you probably also can't do it about sex, I'm going to guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's important to try to have the conversations. I mean, I don't, I hope it's okay if I share this, but in my first, my first husband, we lived in New York City and every year he would get off the subway and get me something from like the three stores in between the subway stop in our apartment. Oh, for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm like, Oh, you got off at this subway stop. Then you stopped here, here and here on the way home. And that's what I got. And mm-hmm. the thing is, I didn't really know how to talk about it. So I just started getting my own gifts and making myself happy uh-huh. on my birthday. But mm-hmm. I don't know if that was okay either because I almost feel like I I just I didn't even let myself feel hurt. I just was like, Oh, I'll just take care of it. I'm gonna take care of myself. And that's that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Because yep. in a way you were you were well, our last one was what was our last one called? The fine line between Yes letting things go and, and enabling. Yeah. Yeah. Like the more you were okay with that, the more he did it. Yep. And, and I definitely erred more on the side of letting things, enabling. I was enabling. Um, but I do think there, there's some good in, in you know, if, if, you're, if your partner is, is just not very good at gift giving and, the, and you talk about it and they get a little bit better, but you're perpetually disappointed, I do think there's power in planning your own birthday. And maybe having I like that planning a lunch with your friends and getting yourself something to honor your yourself. 
I um, like that a lot. But I don't think that should come without also talking to your partner and and discussing what would make you happier. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mentioned before the possibility of a partner knowing what would make their partner happy and deliberately not doing it. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone do that and be that mean? Well, probably because they felt like they didn't do it for me or no one did it for me. So why should I do it for them? Yes. And we speak in our boot camps about being the one to step forward with generosity and an open heart and take the initiative to be the one who does it. This, this is a real litmus test, a birthday, of is there generosity in the relationship? Is there kindness? Is there gratitude? And what, what better time than to show it? It's not about you. It's about appreciating this person was born and is in your life. I used to have a Mr. Rogers poster up in my school job in high school. And it, <laughs> high school students would goof on it all the time, but they would get soft after a while because it said you make each day special by just you being you. Mm. And that's what the celebration is. Like, I'm glad you're in the world and my life. And if you can go the extra mile and demonstrate kindness and generosity on a birthday, it is money in the bank emotionally for the relationship and for moving things forward, even if things had been bad before. So I really recommend it. Can you get out of yourself enough to figure out how to make your partner happy on that day. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, some of that is, is conscious and some is unconscious. Like sometimes I don't even know if people are aware that they don't really want to celebrate. And it's like this hurt from childhood, like, well, nobody celebrated me. And, but I don't even, I think sometimes they don't know where it comes from. They're just thinking, what do you, like, grow up. Why do you need a big party? You're like a grown up. But really what's underneath all that, if you dig down, is, well, I never got a party. Why do you get a party? Yeah. And, and so I think it, it, it does take some curiosity and some insight. Like, why, what, how do I feel about birthdays? And I think it would be so great if couples sat down early in their relationship and said, tell me what birthdays mean to you. How did you celebrate them growing up? What were they like in your family? What would an ideal birthday be for you? So many things could be solved if people just talked about it beforehand. Because I think we muddle through this and there's hurt feelings. And I mean, I had this uh, couple too where this woman would write these beautiful letters to her husband and he wouldn't read them. And of course it hurt her so badly. I know. But he said, I don't know. I can't even explain it, but it's like, I like to save them, and there's something about reading them. I can't even explain it. He had a good explanation, but <laughs> but honestly, it's it's <laughs> these things come up year after year, and and we can really hurt each other unless we can be explicit. Yeah, and why not now? You know, yeah. I'm I'm remembering too. There's another way that things can get messed up that is simply by doing the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a funny story about that, actually. 
Okay. It was in my first marriage, and some occasion happened, and my wife said, oh, I'll make a pasta salad for it. She made a pasta salad, and it's okay, you know. And then another event happened. She said, oh, I'll make a pasta salad for it. I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, the third thing, you know, so make a pasta salad. And then, like, the fourth time, she said, you do like the pasta salads, do you? And I said, actually, I don't. I don't really like it. She said, really? I didn't either. And I thought you were the one who wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> so we just kept doing it because we that's what we do. Right. And neither of us was really happy with it. Like, this so, is the birthday cake I make you every yeah. year. I actually don't really like that birthday cake, I but I don't know how to tell you that. bought it at a price chopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate it. You know, I'd rather have a good cupcake or something. So what a perfect time to inquire. Now, this leads me to inquire about anniversaries. Because anniversaries, like wedding anniversaries or anniversaries of our meeting or anniversaries of getting engaged. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> which ones do we celebrate? Oh, yeah. And which ones do we forget? Or which ones are not important enough to acknowledge? The opportunity to hurt each other's feelings is really large because... Do people other, celebrate all of this? I don't know. Oh. I mean, um, once what's a year your is enough experience? for me? I can't remember yeah. all the other ones. <laughs> so that becomes a test, a very loaded test about remembering and treasuring our first contact or the way we were, right? The way we used to be. And um, it raises the questions of how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that that was then Mm. and now is now? That's interesting. My husband and I were on a walk last night and we talked about that and it wasn't our anniversary. It was just really fun to talk about. Remember the first time we talked on the phone? Remember the first time we met? And it was really fun um, to bring back all those feelings. I I think that's a great thing to do and it doesn't have to be on your anniversary. I agree. Um, But anniversaries are very loaded. Like if one person starts getting into that, and the other one isn't. It reminds me of, did you ever see the Family Man movie? Family Man with um, uh, Nicolas Cage and Taya Leone. I don't think I did. No. There's this great scene where it's their anniversary and she wakes up first thing in the morning and she's so excited and she gives him this big present and, and he opens it and it's a brand new suit. And then she closes her eyes and rubs her hands together and she's like, I'm so excited because he gives her these great gifts every year. And so she's sitting there waiting and waiting and she opens her eyes and she's like, you forgot. And he had forgotten. And it's just a, it's a great example of it matters. It matters a lot, especially if one person remembers and one person forgets. Yeah. What does forgetting mean? I mean, we're all human and we all make mistakes, but it also may be possible that forgetting, quote unquote, something that, you know, was such a special time. Actually, this is our next podcast. We're going to be talking about kind of mm-hmm. racing, racing history, but forgetting things. Yeah, we, we can all forget things. But if you think about your anniversary 
<clears throat> when that person entered your life or when you made your relationship commitment formal or had a wedding or something. And now you measure it, you know, not every day of your relationship life is going to be like a wedding. So when you compare it to now, do you feel joyous? Um, do you feel bitter? Do you feel uh, sad, ambivalent, mm. confused? And some people just like to put it out of their mind, I think, because it almost is so bittersweet to some people. That's a really good point. Like maybe I don't feel like celebrating because we're not in a place that I'm happy about. Yeah, we've changed too much. Mm -hmm. When um, I think it's a very delicate issue because no one stays the same. You don't even look the same. And people can get really self-conscious and just start playing it all down like let's agree to not talk about it too much mm -hmm. and not even celebrate it because then then we have to face it yeah how we've changed mm -hmm. you know the the way we were versus right now how but it can be a really great tool like how have we taken on too much water in a ship or how how have we gotten rusty as a couple what was I love wonderful it as yeah. an idea like that of, of a yearly check-in like mm -hmm. what have we where have we come from this year like what have we accomplished where where could we be stronger like where do we want to go this coming year i like that i'm a big fan of reading your vows out loud again if you can find them and if you can't find them write them the best you can remember them and remember that hope and that freshness that was there for a reason well and if you're still together it's still something to celebrate it's like if you're still together you're still together for a reason and let's think about all the reasons we're together yeah. and and be grateful for what we have i mean i don't know about you but when my uh anniversary of my first marriage comes up if I remember it, um, yeah, which I usually do, um, I, I do feel sadness. And it isn't anything about my first husband or where I am today. It's just that feeling of, oh, this was like a really special day and it didn't work out. So I don't know. It, there is like a symbolism yeah, of maybe lost hope or something, hope in that relationship or... Yeah, I mean, the more you live, the more you have dates <laughs> that mm -hmm. uh, are of significance. And, and that's an example, though. I think dates mean more to some people than others. Like, you know, the people that everything is associated with a date and they remember dates really well. I wonder if anniversaries mean more to them. Like, I happen to not be a date person, so I could have my anniversary come and go and not remember it that well and it wouldn't be that big of a deal because I'm more about the, the moment. Yeah. I just it's, wonder about It's funny about dates. I was thinking like this is one of the things that Facebook does. It's like reminds you eight years ago today. Yeah. You posted this, you know? Yes. Um, like, oh, wow, I did. That's right. But we change. I mean, we change over the years. This is just a given that we change. And the question I have is, can you be in love 
and change and still be in love. You're, you're, you may be self-conscious about some of these changes. Like, oh my gosh, look at this picture of us. Look mm -hmm. at this picture of us, of what we looked like then. And we don't look like that right now. And but isn't is, that the goal, right? Yeah, and isn't that I okay? I hope we're, we're always changing. Otherwise, yeah. we're, not, we're not growing. Or so we're not it's not to together. be afraid of, you know? And if you can be in love now having changed, then maybe you even redefine what is love between us now moving forward. I love the moving forward phrase. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to kind of reconnect in love and redefine it as you age. It's just not going to be the same if you're lucky to stay with the same person for a long time. Yeah, and I think it's everyone feels like it's heartwarming when you see an, a really elderly couple together mm -hmm. and they're helping each other down the street and it looks like they've lived a lifetime together. It's It's like such a beautiful sight. But when it's you, it's it's hard to experience and feel the changes all the time. Yeah, it goes to the issue of self-confidence and self-image and how it's not really your partner's job to make you feel okay about the changes going on in yourself. It's your job. Um, it touches on a lot of not easy things. Mm -hmm. But it's a great opportunity to talk to your partner in vulnerability and come out stronger. I agree. I think it's a great, a great thing to do. Good. Well, are we going to argue? If we do, I don't want to be the bad guy today. I want you to be the bad okay, guy. Okay, I'll be the bad guy. Good. I'll so trade you next, next time I'll be the bad guy. So if I'm the bad guy, am I starting a fight or am I... Uh, I don't know. Is it going to be about forgetting a date or something? Yeah, you forgot my birthday or... Oh, yeah, I forgot my birthday, yeah. All right, let's say you forgot my birthday. I came home early from work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, hi, Hey, Christy. how was your day? Oh, I guess it was just like any other day. Okay. What'd you do? I came home from work a little early. <laughs> oh, good. Did you get, did you not have a lot of work today? Well, I had a lot of work, but it was my birthday. So oh my I, gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I, oh my gosh. What were you doing today? Um, I was really busy. I, I promise I was going to do something. I, w I was going to do well, something. What does that mean? I promise I was going to do something. Well, I got, I got sidetracked. And like, I mean, you didn't do a lot for me, so I didn't figure like I had to do that much for you, right? I, I mean, you I had, that, yeah, uh, I mean, gift card to that, you know, that place. Yeah, that I mean, place? how hard is it to give someone a gift card? I mean, I just, I thought it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I was going to do something. The, the lush place, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for well, the gift and, card. But and it's not you a big got deal. me what? You know, I, I, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. No, I'm going to get you yeah, something. I don't really want to talk about it. I'm going to get you something. I just, I just run out of time. It's kind of different now. It's kind of different now. Yeah, I mean, you just gave me a gift card, so what's the big deal? We're grown-ups now, right? We don't Wait, need so big you're birthday celebrations. It, you're making it equal that, like, I just gave you a gift card and you totally forgot my birthday. They're both Well, the your birthday's same. not over, okay? I'm, your oh, birthday's not joy. over. Oh, joy. Let's see. You're going to run out and 
buy a yellow cake and put it together now or something. Oh my gosh. Sometimes you're just so high maintenance. Like I've been running all day with the kids. I've been busy all day. Okay. I didn't say I'm not going to do anything. I asked you if you wanted a cake and you said no. And so I didn't make you a cake, but I didn't know you were going to come home early and expect a cake that you said you didn't want. Okay. I didn't want you to have to make a cake. Okay. Well, I thought, how was I supposed to know you meant that? I thought you meant I don't want a cake. So I didn't get you a cake. But I do have a gift. I just need to find it and wrap it quick. <laughs> okay. That was pretty unfulfilling. Sorry. <laughs> I bet there are a lot of listeners out there going, yes, that's what happened. Um, all right. Let's find a better way of doing that. A uh, more relational way. What we're looking for is a more relational you know, something that picks up on so generosity I, and kindness. So you come home, but I still forgot, right? Yeah, Did I handle yeah. it differently? Okay. Hi, Christy. Hi. How was your day? Oh, like a lot of other days, you know? Yeah? Yeah. What does that mean? That means I came home early. Oh, I'm so it, glad. Yeah? Yeah. This is my birthday. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. I, I'm like so sorry. Happy birthday! Down and- no, 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 no! Happy birthday! Sit down. I'm so sorry. I promise you, I have something for you. And I was, ah, uh, I I got so carried away because I had to sign the kids up for this ski thing, and it was this, the window was going to close, and I was so stressed out that it, it would affect our whole winter. But I I'm so sorry. I promise I didn't forget you. I just kind of forgot you. But I like- I love you, and I'm so sorry. September. And it's September. That's when they have oh. signups. I'm. I promise. If I, if if you miss the window, you right, like. Right, right, right. But me I'm. Calm down. I'm Wait, just so like, sorry. Give me a moment. Give me a moment, okay? Just let me have a moment. All right. I get it. I do get it. Listen, I'm just a little hurt. Go no. relax. You have a right to be hurt, but go relax. I promise. In an hour, we're gonna have a birthday celebration. Okay. Can you go just like okay, all right. You take know, care of like, yourself you know for a minute? We're all humans, you know. It's really it gets chaotic around here, doesn't it? It really gets chaotic. Listen, I, I totally I, owe you one. This is this is right. my bad, but I'm going to try you. to make it thank up you, to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I'm Appreciate really sorry. That. I'm in the doghouse. Okay, all right. Thank you. But you don't have to stay in the doghouse. Let's just let it go, and you know. Well, I'm going to earn my way out. Just go relax for an hour and and you'll see. Thank you. I am glad I'm home early. Thank you. Me too. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was good. (laughs) That felt better. Yeah. That felt a little more humane to me, you know? What what worked for you? Hold on. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I never, I never, you don't hear that at home. This no, you never do hear clapping. No. Um, what worked was you just acknowledging that you screwed up and not trying to equate it to what I did last year, which never the first works. time you said, you know, I gave you a cheap gift, which I might have, you know, that, but that was a separate issue. Totally. So trying to, you didn't introduce it that way this time you just owned up to it and i don't know there was something about just owning it that made me calm down and realize 
I was having a very young reaction. Yes. The kid again, wanting to be special, you know, that reality is I'm an adult. And if the kids need to get signed up for skiing, then you were actually doing stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. Let me just, was that hard for you? I mean, no, because I, I mean, I really did screw up. So it wasn't hard that time, but um, I do want to say this because I see it every day so many times. Um, so many times when we screw up, instead of addressing our partner's feelings, we immediately start to just ex- explain why we did what we did. And the Sorry. person really doesn't Sorry. care why you did what you did. They just want you to acknowledge their feelings. If you it's could really do that, you'd point. solve like 90% really of all fights, I think. That's a really good point. The person doesn't care exactly why you did what you did. Mm-mm. They just want to know that you see the, their feelings and you feel bad and you're sorry yeah. that they're hurting, yeah. that you hurt them. And you also sort of made amends, like, why don't you just go in there and relax and I'll make things nice, which felt great. That felt real. So good job. Good job. Um, you too. Next podcast, I'll be the bad guy. Okay. That's good. Sounds good. <laughs> and we use these skills, don't we, in our own marriages um, all the time? Yep. I mean, sometimes I don't use them and then it doesn't go well. But when I use them, it goes great. Yeah. And I try to use them all the time. <laughs> yeah. And the variation is how mature are we feeling versus like a little kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like our adaptive child. Anyway. Yeah. Like I just had this stupid mouth surgery thing and because i was in pain it was i noticed like it's so much harder for me to be my best self because like you're already a little weaker and it's and so if you're tired or weak or sick or those are all the things that that make you a little bit more vulnerable to not being your best self yeah well someone told me about the uh acronym alt oh yeah heard of that right Uh hungry hungry angry angry, lonely lonely. tired Mm -hmm. Or any of those things you're just not going to be good to interact with yeah yeah well good well, we'll see you see next, you next time, time. And, all right see you around thanks okay take care bye, bye.